0: Chart Chat is a member of the Teej.fm network from WTJU Radio. Find out more at Teej.fm. That's T-E-E-J dot F-M. Everybody, it's Monday, May 13th, 2019. I'm Tanner Green.
1: And I'm Caitlin Flay.
0: And you are listening to Chart Chat, your weekly guide to the past week of pop singles hitting the US and UK charts. What's up, Caitlin?
1: What's up is that it's a way better week on the charts for me last week than it was two weeks ago, so I'm so thankful.
0: <laughs> You'll have to see if some of your optimism can rub off on me. But we'll get to that. But first, we're going to run through these chart entries. Starting at number 98, there's YG with Stop Snitching. At number 96, you've got Pink featuring Chris Stapleton with their song Love Me Anyway. Knockin' Boots by Luke Bryan debuts at number 94. Power is Power, one of the tracks Caitlin talked about last week, debuts at number 92. And once again, that's by SZA, The Weeknd, and Travis Scott. Another trio of artists debuts at number 90. This time it's Marshmello, Tyga, and Chris Brown. And that song's called Light It Up. At number 85, you've got Schoolboy Q and Travis Scott with their song Chopsticks. And one more Schoolboy Q track is our highest debut of the week. Number 67, this one features 21 Savage, and it's called Floating. Let's float over to the UK entries. What you got, Caitlin?
1: Wow, that was nothing in the top 50. It's kind of surprising. I don't know. Uh, so we are going to start at number 96 on the UK side with Chaiga's song that I'm not going to say because we are not allowed to say it on a clean podcast. Gosh darn. At number 94. <laughs> We have Bugsy Malone with his song Men 2. SL debuts at number 90 with the song Homage. At number 98, we have Pink featuring Cash Cash with the song Can We Pretend. Lizzo's Truth Hurts debuts at number 67. At number 65, we have Bastille with the very odd song Doom Days. Encore, that's a song by Catfish and the Bottleman, debuts at number 64. And right above that, Mist featuring Lotto Ash debuts with different strokes. Hurts to be Human, that's Pink featuring Khalid, debuts at number 61. At number 60, we have another Catfish in the bottlement track, that's Conversation. Light It Up, a collaboration between Marshmello, Tyga, and Chris Brown, debuts at number 55. At number 42, we have Notes with his song Wanting, and then we jump up drastically, and very oddly. At number 18, we have the track let nature sing it is not available on our spotify playlist but you can find it on youtube it's kind of naturey song with also some electronic manipulations and the artist there is rspb and then perhaps most excitingly we have taylor swift featuring brandon urie at number three with the song me that tanner talked about last week not exciting the exciting part is that stormzy beat them for the number one spot with his song "Vossy bop Yay! We have a number one entry, and I am stoked. You guys probably know what we're talking about. But first, Tanner, what have you decided to share with us this week from the U.S. side?
0: So from the U.S. side, I've got two modest pleasures. Uh, I don't think anything from the U.S. chart debuts really bowled me over. And it seems like probably you felt the same way, but uh, that's kind of jumping the gun a little bit. But these are still enjoyable songs. I'll say that up front, but I just don't have a ton to say about either of them. We are going to start first with the number one album in the country right now for this past week. That is Hurts to Be Human. And that's somehow only Pink's third number one album, which is a little surprising to me because I think of her as being really such a core part of pop music over the past two decades. And we're seeing this song Love Me Anyway from Hurts to Be Human hit the charts at what might be the peak of Pink's commercial popularity right now, which is... Kind of weird to say, especially because she released her debut album back in 2000. And when I think of other names from that same time period, like a Christina Aguilera, I don't see them as having the same amount of longevity. And to kind of show what I mean, Pink's previous album, Beautiful Trauma, in 2017 it was the third highest selling album worldwide. And then the following year, in 2018, it notched another million in change in worldwide sales and was the eighth highest selling album in the world that year two back-to-back top 10 years for that same album 17 years into her career that's pretty remarkable and pink's latest album hurts to be human comes while she is still on the beautiful trauma world tour which has seen multiple expansions extra legs added to keep up with this overwhelming audience demand and the tour will finally conclude in november which is a full year and a half after it began We'll wait and see if there's another tour for this album coming down the line, but that's kind of all I have in way of introducing this clip. Again, we're going to listen to the second song from Hurts to Be Human that is hitting the Hot 100. Once again, this is Pink featuring Chris Stapleton. Love Me Anyway.
2: Is it for better or for worse? Or am I just your good time, girl? Can you still hold me when it hurts? Or would you walk away? If I scandalize you, cut you down, criticize you, tell a million lies about you.
0: I think Hurts to be Human is at its best when it most fully commits to putting Pink in a ballad. Her voice still sounds marvelous, maybe even better than ever. I think the raspiness of her voice throughout her career really lends itself well to holding up over time. Or at least in this case, it has. As for the song itself, it's simple. Uh, I think it works well enough. It's got those long chorus notes, and Stapleton comes in with these tasteful close harmonies that sort of underscore the wistful mood of the lyrics, And I think this is kind of a small detail, but it's one that I really appreciate. It's easy to overlook. Stapleton never takes a verse on his own, which I think is a really smart choice. Kind of keeps the lyrical and musical focus on Pink and her emotional struggles, which for this song and many others of Pink's uh, is the sort of overall lyrical thrust of the song. And so if you were to have Chris Stapleton come in with a verse, that would kind of distract, I think. It's a choice that helps kind of avoid the cliches of the romantic duet, which I think one of this track's predecessors falls prey to. Because Love Me Anyway is, in many ways, an update to the type of song Pink took to the top of the Hot 100 back in 2013. That's her duet with Fun's Nate Roos, which is called Just Give Me a Reason. compared with Love Me Anyway, the instrumentation here feels kind of muddled. Like it wants to be a ballad, but still feels like it needs to fit in with the trends of the time, which often boil down to the sort of boom clap of songs by Russ's band Fun some nights. And Love Me Anyway's a simpler song, and I think that simplicity is why it works. It's also kind of a part of why I don't think the song is going to be some runaway smash on the Hot 100. But as we discussed earlier, it's not as if Pink is starved for any sort of success. And, you know, I'm always open to being surprised by her. So it's a decent little song. Caitlin, what you thinking?
1: Yeah, she's definitely not starved for success, given how popular she was on the Greatest Showman soundtrack. Am I right, everybody? Did you see the video of her and her kid singing that song? No, maybe. Anyway, that's what I think of when I think of Pink now. And I've never been a super big fan of Pink. And I'm not at all surprised that this kind of pseudo-country ballad didn't do the trick for me. I don't know if listeners picked up on this, but Pink adds this little twang towards the ends of some of her words in this song. And, like, come on, just because Chris Stapleton is on your song doesn't mean you need to, like, make up (laughs) some twang that you'd have in no other song you sing. So not necessary. I do agree with Tanner's previous point, with Chris Stapleton kind of taking a back seat here and doing more backup vocals, I think that was an expertly made choice by the producers of this track. And another positive that I heard, the strings were actually really nice at the end of the clip that we listened to. They kind of just had a nice little broken chord. Dun, 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 dun. Kind of a very light touch. And I did enjoy that because in my ears, Pink's voice tends to get very heavy handed. Because she falls into this category, right, that's dominated by Lady Gaga. And is anybody going to do it better than Lady Gaga? No. So I'm not blown away by this release.
0: I have to ask, who do you like more as a singer? Like, independent of the songs, as a singer, who do you like more, Pink or Lady Gaga?
1: Lady Gaga, hands down.
0: That is fascinating. I think I prefer Pink.
1: Wild. Why is that?
0: List- so listening to this song, it definitely makes me want to listen to Always Remember Us this way which is secretly the best song from A Star Is Born. But I think I've gone on record about not being into Shallow very much. I don't know. I think think Pink belts better. I think Pink does a better job at the rasp that Lady Gaga sometimes attempts. I certainly thoroughly enjoy Lady Gaga's voice, but I think if you're going for the big belting sort of mode... You were just saying that Pink kind of comes across as heavy-handed, but I think that's almost why I prefer her. Because if you're going to go for it, you might as well really, really go for it. But this is splitting hairs, at least for me, because I think they're both great. But
1: And that's kind of hilarious, because I would use the same argument to defend Lady Gaga, like the same exact words. And given, so I'm not a huge fan of A Star is Born, but I'm thinking right now, like one of my theme songs of life is Poker Face. I just love that song. And going back to how you were critiquing the song by Pink and Fun, that guy from Fun, I don't know, I feel like Lady Gaga does it in a more convincing way. Like, she'll go with the trend of the times, think about Poker Face, think of the synthesizers, think of, like, the 808s, everything, and she just goes for it. Rather than, like, super big, drumline kind of sounds. And just give me an like the melody is just like blah, blah, blah. even the low end of the melody i don't know i don't know
0: i would totally agree with that i've been kind of lukewarm on most of Pink's stuff that she's released this decade and i think a lot of it is because the way like you say that she's trying to keep current with the songs and the instrumentation doesn't work which is a real bummer and i think that's why i think the songs that work on hurts to be human the best are the ballads because they don't even try that anymore they just let pink sing And since Pink has demonstrably not done a great job of keeping current in terms of instrumentation, I'll uh, just give me a reason. I'll take the ballad. And what we're also going to take are chopsticks. (laughs) Chopsticks. Chopsticks. (laughs) That hook was in my head for hours and hours yesterday. This track comes from Schoolboy Q's fifth album, which is called Crash Talk. That debuted at number three on the Billboard 200 this past week. Schoolboy Q, a.k.a. Quincy Hanley, is an LA rapper that's pretty well established at this point, even if he's not breaking into the upper rungs of the Hot 100, just for a little bit of chart history. He has two songs that cracked the top 40 as a lead artist, and those peaked at only number 38 and number 40, and his highest overall chart appearance came in 2013 when he was a featured artist on the Macklemore and Ryan Lewis track, White Walls, and that hit number 15 back in 2013. And while we've never talked about Schoolboy Q on Chart Chat, I think we've talked about the hip-hop supergroup Black Hippie. I believe in the lead-up to Black Panther when we were talking about King's Dead, we were talking about J-Rock. And I think we might have mentioned it there uh, because both J-Rock and Schoolboy Q are members of Black Hippie alongside other stars like Kendrick Lamar, say. So in addition to being a well-established solo artist, Schoolboy clearly has tight connections with some fellow... Los Angeles rappers, particularly other rappers, signed to Top Dog Entertainment. And judging by his ability to secure a feature from superstar Travis Scott, obviously far from his only connections. Time will tell if a co-sign from Mr. Scott, one of the biggest stars in pop right now, can boost Schoolboy to a new Hot 100 peak. Again, past 38 as a lead artist. But in the meantime, we'll listen to a clip once again. This is Schoolboy Q featuring Travis Scott. Chopsticks, with a capital H. Can't like back
2: Get in my cool. I like her legs up like chopsticks. Luxury in my optics. Your x mens on the op list. I'm validated to pop. I'm a high profile, hundred mile flex. Flying down the aisle, blowing loud flex. I got a bad habit with bad habits. Beat the f- up stab at it. Diving in like I'm mad at it. Secure the bag. I need all static. Hey.
0: So I'm going to go out of order, and I'm actually going to start with what I find kind of disappointing about the song, and that is Schoolboy Q's rapping. I've listened to the rest of Crash Talk, and it's pretty good. Pretty solid album. There's nothing really uh, noteworthy in terms of dizzying highs or abhorrent lows. But his rapping here feels very stiff, almost? Kind of plain? There's not really a lot to, to remark on there. And the reason that I wind up on the side of ultimately liking the song is say 90% Travis Scott. There's something bizarrely catchy about that hook. The very slippery way that he falls down those notes. And the way that those... There's something about the, the sample that the beat is built around that I find really odd. Because to my ears, it sounds closest to a steel drum or evocative of a steel drum. But it sounds manipulated in some weird way and if you go and watch the music video which I recommend because you get to see Travis Scott in a conductor outfit it's great but that sample is being played by a string section and it doesn't sound completely out of place which speaks to whatever weird sorts of manipulations are going on on that sample and so between that and between chopsticks just that running through my head at all times there's enough in the song for me to like it again as with the pink one it's Nothing completely bowling me over, and I know Caitlin's even a little more lukewarm on this than me, but it's not bad. It's all right.
1: No, it's not bad. I mean, one thing that stuck out, I don't know why I remembered this all of a sudden, but some kid came up to me the other day because they know that I like rap, and they were like, they all kind of sound the same. How do you tell who's on what track, if it just pops up. Like, how can you tell the difference? And I was like, well, Travis Scott does this little thing where he goes, yeah, and it's all really auto (laughs) tune. So I was like, it's a safe bet. It's lit. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So that's one good way to tell. The only other thing that I can say that I enjoyed about this song was the steel drums that you mentioned. So they're kind of modulated up slightly. And it makes the sample just kind of sound a little bit ethereal and very floaty. And I don't know, I I talked about on Power is Power this kind of magic touch that Travis Scott tends to have on songs that we see in the top 100 on both the UK official and Billboard Hot 100 charts. And I don't think this is any different. I think I would agree with you that I was disappointed with Schoolboy Q's rapping. I don't get a lot from this song i think if there was maybe some interesting wordplay that we would be having a different conversation but there's just really not much to to comment on in terms of lyrics unfortunately that's all i all i got that's all i got
0: take us over to the uk caitlin bring us some enthusiasm here
1: yes i've been waiting okay There's actually a cool musical parallel between my two picks this week, and we'll get to it at the end of my section, but I want you guys just to be aware of it so you can kind of put the pieces together as I'm talking. Okay, we're going to start with Truth Hurts by Lizzo. I love this song. Okay, Lizzo, also known as Melissa Vivian Jefferson, is a 31-year-old American singer, songwriter, and rapper. So she was born in Detroit, and she began her rapping career at, I believe, the age of 14 while she was living in Texas with her family. So she moved around a bit when she was a kid. She currently calls L.A. home, but before that, she lived in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And that was kind of before she became super famous. And Minnesota actually comes up in one of my favorite lines in the song we're about to hear, so that's why I mention it. But first, a little bit more background. Truth Hurts was released in September 2017 and it obviously didn't chart at the time of its release on the UK official charts or the US Billboard Hot 100 chart. So the two reasons we're seeing Truth Hurts' sudden increase in popularity is one, it was featured in a new Netflix rom-com called Someone Great and it's actually featured pretty prominently in the movie's trailer trailer. The movie wasn't great. I'd give it a 5 out of 10. Would not recommend. And the second reason we're seeing Truth Hurts increase in popularity is because Lizzo quite deftly released her third studio album called Because I Love You the same day Someone Great was made available on Netflix. This girl's got a great marketing team. She also currently has a sold out U.S. tour. I tried to get tickets. Resale prices are wild. Also, as a fun fact, because I love those, Tanner probably already knows about Lizzo because she appeared as a guest judge on the 10th season of RuPaul's Drag Race.
0: It's true, but I can't really uh, toot my own horn there because at the time I didn't know who she was. So no cool points for me. Sorry, Lizzo.
1: Oh, that's okay. We would have pretended. We'll give you just, we'll give you one cool point. Okay. Uh, Another fun fact about Lizzo, and a listener actually sent me this video, she plays flute. She plays classical flute. She is amazing at flute. She can also play flute and twerk at the same time. So definitely check that out. Another bit of background that I think is helpful in orienting ourselves with Lizzo is that she's created a ton of different kind of indie hip-hop groups, which I'm not going to attempt to list here. There's a ton of them. It would take a very long time. But she's been instrumental in kind of starting groups and then fading away into the background. So this is kind of the first time that we're seeing her in her own spotlight, if you will. And going along with that, like I said, this is kind of Lizzo's peak in mainstream popularity. She played Coachella this year, And her most recent album and a few singles are finally appearing on both the UK official and Billboard charts. It's taken a while, but she's finally getting there. And, like I said, her tour is sold out, much to my chagrin. Okay, let's listen to what all this Lizzo hype is about. This is Truth Hurts.
2: I just took a DNA test, turns out I'm 100% Thought you Ever had it? No, you ain't from the start. Hey, I'm glad you're back with you. I mean, who would want to hide this? I will never, ever, 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 ever be your side chick. I put the singing in single Ain't worry about a ring on my finger so you can tell your friend. Shoot your child when you see him. It's okay.
1: He already in my- oh, it's so
2: good.
1: Okay, so probably the most prominent instrumental part. Of that song is the piano sample. So we have a r- super easy octave jump, C to C, and there's this perfect fifth sandwiched right in the middle. It's almost played like a broken chord. And there are only two units in the entire song C, C, G, C, and then A, A, E, A. And it just kind of alternates between those two. And I think it gives off this overall effect of super confident simplicity. Lizzo just has made up her mind. She loves herself. Love this message. And then the piano kind of bolsters that confident effect, along with a kind of humorous feel. I don't know. It almost reminds me of Sesame Street or something. (laughs) Um, I like it a lot. The lyrics are literal perfection. They're super repetitive, very feel-good, like most successful pop songs are, and it's certainly a great palate cleanser from last week's spelling is fun. But wow, that opening line! <laughs> I just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm a hundred percent. uh like what an anti-commitment anthem! I'm just, I'm so impressed. I'm so impressed. And the chorus is super solid. Also, extremely simple. Different lyrics with the same melody each time. So again, it kind of has that mocking quality. Just so you can hear what I mean, track the melody instead of the words here. So my absolute favorite lines from that chorus. Why are men great till they got to be great. Mm, Truth. A hundred percent. Amazing. Moving on. Then she rhymes lightning with Vikings in literally one of the most enjoyable couplets I have heard in a long time. Fresh photos with the bomb lighting new man on the Minnesota Vikings. I told you Minnesota would come back. (laughs) I love it so much. There's almost nothing I dislike about this song. Okay, so one note that I found interesting about the vocal delivery is that Lizzo can clearly belt and then kind of change her inflection at the drop of a hat, which you kind of hear at the beginning. But I think what I'm most impressed with is this kind of Jamaican dance hall style, and I'll play a clip in a second. But it reminds me almost of Shaggy, which is not what I expected, kind of in the very middle, the bridge of the song. And I would also argue that there's a bit of a melodic sample borrowed from Jamaican dance hall singer Sister Nancy and her song Bam Bam. And that's in the playlist. So you guys, the judge, the jury can decide, get back to me. But let's briefly listen to Lizzo's kind of dance hall vocal style
2: can't amen eh I will we don't will I we don't do goodbyes we just keep it pushing like ay hit you back in a minute I will play that up in it
1: so you kind of get that dance hall style in the scoop da, 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 da. obviously not super synthesized not super filtered or anything like that but just wow just wow, Tanner, you better stop me because I'm just going to go on and on. <laughs> Could you please share? Are you? Okay, I'm super actually super curious if you're a little bit more lukewarm on this than, than I clearly am.
0: You're correct.
1: <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. It's Which too I'm good to be true.
0: about. And I can't really put my finger on why. There's nothing wrong with the song. The closest I can come to figuring out why doesn't really scratch that itch for me is i wish there was more bass and i know we've talked about that and i know that's a very individualistic particular sort of nitpick to have but it's kind of a big one particularly since i i need to listen to because i love you again but i don't find Lizzo the most engaging rapper i find her more engaging as a singer and this track is dependent on her skills as a rapper which don't really do it for me and so between that and the the beat not really doing it for me either I'd rather listen to Tempo, that song she did with Missy Elliott. That's oh, that's, that's a little a more my pace.
1: Yeah. And that's totally fair. I mean, I I like the assessment because I clearly have these blinders on right now because I'm just so struck by the lyrics. And it's actually something that we brought up with Chopsticks, which is why it wasn't super fulfilling to me. Like, I am so entertained by Lizzo's wordplay, her rhyme schemes, everything like that instead of Chopsticks. Chopsticks.
0: No, I totally get that. And it's also tricky because my cat is actively trying to take over my lap right now. So I'm slightly distracted, but I get you. I get you.
1: <laughs> What's also probably distracting is the fact that Taylor Swift and Brendan Urey did not gain the number one spot in the UK. Just a couple of things that warmed my heart from this week. What did claim the number one spot is Stormzy's Vossy Bop. Okay, we have waited two years for new solo music from Stormzy, and it has finally arrived on April 25th, 2019. I wonder if that corresponds with the same date that Meghan Markle and Prince Harry had their child. And just as a side note to a friend of the podcast who happens to be a Kiwi, Tim Booth, this single has reached number six on the New Zealand Hot Singles chart, which I discovered last week. I've just been kind of looking and tracking how Vossybop has been doing across many different charts. And it's six in New Zealand. Thank you, Tim, for listening. As you all so well know, I am a social media sleuth. And something I found very entertaining in the past couple weeks are people misquoting the first line of Vossybop in so many tweets. So Stormzy raps something that sounds like... My brothers don't die. Like, end of life. We just Vossy Bop. So people were tweeting that. My brothers don't die. And people were like, whoa, so dark, so deep, blah, blah, blah. So Stormzy goes back and tries to reply to all these people. Dab, not die. Dab, not die. Dab, not, like, all caps. Multiple times over and over. Dab, like, the stupid arm movement thing. Just also, for the record, dabbing and and Bopping, because Vosibop Bop is a dance or a kind of dance, are not super different. I've checked out a decent amount of Vossy Bop tutorials this week, and it's kind of like a jiggly sprinkler dab. So you kind of just put your arms out like a zombie and then just kind of like go down. It's very hard to describe dance moves.
0: I expect you to show me the next time I see you. I need a demonstration of that.
1: The next time you come clubbing with me, we're going to try it out, Tanner, which may be never in our lives. So, so never.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I get I get the, I get the subtext there.
1: Oh, OK. So with that in mind, jiggly sprinkler dabbing. Let's play Vossie Bop. My brothers
3: don't dab, we just Rossi Bop. I tell you, got to link me at the coffee shop. Getting freaky in the sheets or taking body shots. Then I finish with a face with just a to it of act. Eh. You ain't got a clue, let's be honest. I had a couple seasons made of forest I put in the work and take the profit. Looking at my girl, that like, what a goddess. ain't God. Rule number two, don't make the promise. If you can't keep the deal, then just be honest. Just be honest. I can never die. I'm chut and nourish. The government. Boris, yeah. Yeah. I'm a villain, killing when I'm barring Brothers in the hood just like the movie that's starring. starring Servicing my whip, I phone the boss to bring my car and I could probably take a trick, but I just wouldn't Cause she's jarring Oh, I got the sauce, don't know what you thought for Catch me up and slow, and then my sliders and my shorts Chick's trying to get my brother flips to share his thoughts I think he's trying to tell me, I should tell her he don't talk I don't with her Yeah, I used to hit it, but you're stuck with her Man, I wouldn't even try my luck with her Yeah, let's say I'm bougie, way too exclusive Chilling in the by know I get it all Inclusive. Now, may I ask if you can find it in your spirit? Yeah. Leave us all alone and go on mind your business. Huh? Looking in the mirror, saying my key or the illness when yeah. I'm James Bond trying to live my movie like I'm injured. So we telling them, look.
1: Okay, firstly, that kick. Wow. It just kind of goes whoop whoop like it's a fan or something. I just love the sound for some reason. Very strange. Tanner, you don't happen to know anything about it, do you?
0: I wish I did because that is. Also, the thing that really jumps out of the song for me, but I don't know.
1: Ah, we have failed. But what we have not failed with is connecting our songs for the week. So like Lizzo's kind of repetitive piano loop, we have yet another song built around kind of a bell-like kind of keyboard synth loop. So Stormzy doesn't do it with an octave and a fifth kind of sandwiched in between like Lizzo does. He goes with this lilting shift between a broken G minor triad and Music Theory Nerds this amazing inverted B-flat major augmented triad. So those two chords share two notes, the B-flat and the D. And then we just kind of alternate a half step at the bottom, G to F-sharp. And it's just so good. It's just so good. Oh my gosh. So... While Lizzo's kind of reminded me more of Barney or Sesame Street and this kind of mocking simplicity, Stormzy's augmented move kind of reminds—it it evokes something more mysterious or kind of up to no good. I don't know, that's, that's kind of what I get from this repetitive synth line thing. Anyway— It's also pitched up ever so slightly, which slightly annoyed me because I was playing along to it to try and figure out those chords and I was like, oh, my piano's not out of tune and I know that. So it was just, it was an experience for me. Another tie-in with Lizzo. So Lizzo sings in her chorus, New Photo with the Bomb Lighting, B-O-M-B, like amazing lighting. And Stormzy, we talked about that issue, My Brothers Don't Dab We just vossy bop. So both of these singers are not enunciating the B sound. I don't even know if it would be possible to really rap or sing that B sound to a good effect. But we're losing that. And I thought it was interesting that there's a parallel between those same consonants that kind of just get swept under the rug in singing. To the critical things I have to say about this song... Please do not get me wrong in any way. I really respect Stormzy. I love his music. But he raps like he has food in his mouth. And I'm just going to play you a clip so you can kind of hear what I'm talking about if you haven't already.
3: Say me some. I need older homage. Could you play me some My Nutrup Bangers on your baby mums. Girl, say I'm rude. What? They want to see me nude. What? My name's Steve Chocolate. I got nothing left to prove. I got holes in my lapel rubbing shoulders with your girl, huh? Which one are... said that I would... Kind of hear what I mean.
1: Anyway, this is a, I think it's a pretty fun song with kind of a borderline unfocused set of lyrics that signal a comeback. So it's a bop that I'm certainly enjoying right now, but I'm also looking forward to what is to come. Overall, not over the moon about this by any means. I am over the moon about the fact that it beat Taylor Swift and Brendan Urey. I'm very happy that I believe Dave kind of paved the way. It was almost foreshadowing for someone like Stormzy to come in and claim the number one spot. I could see this pre-Dave psychodrama hitting a solid like 15 on its debut. Maybe less, but not the number one spot. I don't think it's that much of a, a hit. But I think given the precursor, that stormzy should be thanking his bros tanner do you have anything else to say about Vossy bop
0: i wish i did i'm i'm in the same boat as i am with the two songs that i talked about it's solid it really is all about that kick for me at least that's kind of the focal point for me it's got this nice puttery sort of thrust to it stormzy's rapping is fine works well enough doesn't really bowl me over the song doesn't really bowl me over it's fine it's fine, that's kind of my subtitle to this entire week of of it's interesting, both debuts on the singles charts and also the albums chart, like I'm you know working my way through the songs that hit the billboard two hundred in the u s and a lot of them are like, eh, eh. so in general, at least for me, these past two weeks have been kind of kind of so so kind of quiet weeks in terms of music, but I'm excited to see you, vossie Bob
1: I'm sure you're not the only one, <laughs> <laughs> and with that. Thank you so much for listening to Chart Chat. If you'd like to listen to all of this past week's chart debuts, you can find a Spotify playlist in the show notes. And if you have any questions, feedback, or corrections, you can always get in touch with us via email at chartchatcast at gmail.com. Please follow us on social media. We're dying to hear from you about your thoughts on these songs and would love to have a conversation. Also, if you have a minute, please rate and review our podcast. We would love your feedback. And also, it helps us find new listeners. Chart Chat's cover art and intro theme were made by Coronation Media. Coronation Media is a creative studio specializing in video production, animation, and graphic design. To learn what they can do for your company or organization, visit www.coronationmedia.com. Chart Chat is also a member of the Tiege.fm network from WTJU. To learn more, visit Tiege.fm. That's T-E-E-J.fm. Thanks again for listening to Chart Chat. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Tanner. And we'll catch you next week.